Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, everybody. We appreciate you. Thank you. Happy uh, Wednesday, veterans. We want to thank you for joining uh, myself and veteran coach Jesse Martin. I'm veteran coach Mike Smith. Um, and so, again, just appreciate uh, you joining us, taking the time to enjoy, enjoy, uh, join us on this Wednesday uh, for our Facebook Live. And uh, just before we get started uh, with today's topic, we just kind of want to get a feel, uh, sound off in the comments. Let us know where you're tuning in from, what branch you, you, you know participated in, served, and what years you served, and then how things are going. And we'll get started at about five after, give or take. Where's everybody joining us from? What branch and years did you guys serve? I mean, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Mike and I are interested to see who all we have in the audience today. We can't physically see you like we can sometimes, but, uh, you know, we'd love to know where you're coming in from and what you serve, what you did while you're serving and what years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Palmdale, California, checking in. We got U.S. Air Force 61 to 69 from Arizona. Air Force 11 to 2017. Erica, where are you you tuning in from today? Navy and National Guard. He was was a busy man. Busy, busy man. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Army for Stephen, 06 to 2010. You and I probably chewed some of the same dirt, Stephen. Um, yeah, we probably chewed some of the same dirt, especially if you're in Iraq any of those years. I think I about touched uh, every one of those years in Iraq. That's awesome. U.S. Marine Corps, 2007, OEF. Hey, Cheech, we, we chewed some of the same dirt in Afghanistan, brother. Shoot some of the same dirt. South Carolina National Guard, 92 Alpha and 88 Mike. Whew, they kept you busy down in the motor pool. See, busy, yeah. Oh, yeah. The automated logistics specialist and truck driver. That guy was a busy, busy man. Mm-hmm. David Newsome, 80, Army 87 to 2019. Thank you for your service. Thank you all for your service. I mean, 87 to 2019, that's a long long career um temple texas santa clara clara mark uh, california um u.s air force 7174 airborne who 82 to 88 mm-hmm. it's amazing stuff here burlington new jersey infantry from 83 to 90 oh man those are uh some tough times there different military than what I served in 71 to 72 camp Eagle yeah, camp Eagle. Yep. Yeah. 
Oakland, California. Seems like we got a good group today all over the United States. We got any veterans from overseas tuning in? Deborah Army, Army ADH ninety. We got a lot of Army today. I like it. I like it. I'm a little, you know, biased because I was in the Army as well. <laughs> Riverside, California, Navy ninety to ninety four. Another Facebook user, a tanker. Uh, I hope you weren't very tall because those tanks were a tight fit. Army 86 to 91. Dave Williams out in Virginia. Air Force 76 to 80. Awesome. It's good stuff here. This good stuff here. And we, we actually, um, you know, you're joining us uh, uh, today as we'll be talking about the importance of a nexus the importance of a nexus like what is it how to read it and you know and how to read your rating decision um and before we get started uh just about now i'm gonna go over and do a brief uh disclosure just a bit uh disclaimer uh, about us here at vaci so we are not accredited agents vso's attorneys or any other entity recognized by the department of veteran affairs the va and we are not affiliated with the VA in any way. VA Claims Insider is an education-based coaching consulting company for disabled veterans exploring eligibility for increased VA disability benefits and who wish to learn more about that process. Um, VA Claims Insider also connects veterans with vetted independent medical professionals in our referral network for medical exams and independent medical opinions for a wide range of disability uh, conditions. Um, and so just like I said, veteran coach uh, Jesse Martin, I'm veteran coach uh, Mike Smith, and uh, we're talking about uh, Nexus as we really kick it off um, Jesse, if you don't mind, I'll just start by briefly uh, touching base about myself and ask that you do the same thing before we kind of get into it. Um, will do, will do. No doubt. I um, Just a bit about me. Uh, I, I've coached uh, at, at some point as a con contractor and then full-time for a few years now. Uh, I am a podiatrist. Uh, by background. I'm a foot surgeon by background. That's where the doctor Mike comes from, but I've been coaching again for many years. At, at this point, I did not serve, but I come from a large military family uh, and, and background family, including some current active duty army uh, members uh, as, as well. Um, and in in general terms, I got you know introduced to to this process as a coach needing to understand how something could be connected to or drawn on 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 later and uh, um an example that i used basically was a clinical uh presentation when i was just working as a podiatrist that had a uh, a hip fracture from an active duty injury and surgery well that hip fracture had turned into a limb length discrepancy one leg longer than the other um, and then it turned to Achilles tendon pain. Um, you can only imagine, you know, many years later. And it was uh, a eureka moment with that 30% hip. And I was talking to a then coach at the time who said that veteran should be 100%. 
you ever heard the term nexus, so to speak? And so I had never, even though professionally I was, you know, practicing, I had never heard it used in that, that way. So we'll definitely, um, you know, go over uh, uh, some of that, a lot of that information uh, today. And I'll just give the floor to Jesse um, to just talk a bit of brief, you know, about himself as well. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. I'm coming to you live from a remote location in Montana because uh, that's what works for me. Um, a little bit about me. I, I grew up in Arkansas and Texas, and uh, after graduating high school, I decided I didn't want to work on a ranch, a farm, or the pipeline like many of my family members did. So joined the Navy right off the bat. I did four years honorably in the Navy, uh, three Westpacs. But I learned real quick that uh, this country boy from Texas and Arkansas did not like being on a ship in the middle of the ocean. So after after my four years, I got out and nine months later, I found myself in an Army recruiter's office, joined the Army, served in the Army for 17 and a half years, multiple tours in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, retired March of last year as a first sergeant. And I was very grumpy and disgruntled when I retired. But I found this lovely position of a veteran coach and I get to help veterans. I get to talk to our brothers and sisters in arms all day and I'm a lot less grumpy now. Yeah. Um, obviously, the beard helps out a little bit and the, the longer hair helps out a little bit, too. Um, but I could not have asked for a more rewarding job post-military. Um, yeah. Getting to touch veterans and change their life is invaluable. It gives me goosebumps every day um, when when a veteran calls me or sends me a message to say, hey, I won my claim. It's goosebumps. It doesn't matter if it's a zero to 10 or a 90 to 100. They, you know, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Je Jesse, that's and before you know, we, we'll touch a bit about the uh, the company and then you know into our topic for the day. But um, I stopped apologizing, Jesse, a long time ago because certain things in this company and doing this, you know, uh, help for veterans still give me chills, the goosebumps, and I even get tears in my eyes. So sometimes I host these things, and you saying it, it can seem kind of you know almost cheesy but it's so the truth it's the truth for me you never gets old when you no. hear it i still they still rate the hairs raise up i i get it because it's part of the process and you you start to understand and appreciate how it can change and help veterans lives so i appreciate you saying that man and, and it's really about the relationships we build i you know um i can remember my very first assistance with the claim submission last year i can remember her name and the details and when that win came back i was i was elated and yes. she and i still communicate with each other to this day and it's been a year and a half since she's won her claim yeah so yeah. you know that's life-changing we, we get to change veterans lives in what we do that's 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 just so real. So I definitely uh, you know appreciate you uh, mentioning. And I um, See, again, I got them right now, Doctor Mike. Yeah, you right said, like I, I got <laughs> two years when you when you said I'm like, oh here we go. I'm trying to keep it together over here because if in anybody that's either been or part of or had even some incremental increase really understands how we mean, you know, how we mean it, you know, in general. So we're definitely eager um, and encouraged to all those under the sound of our voices, you know, be able to help 
help you all out as, as well if you're not already you know in the process and so just as a company we, we go over um, things like strategy education we talk about medical evidence that's necessary to help you with your claims we do one-on-one -on -one coaching that again you know lay out a strategy session uh, have you have a working understanding of claim submission um, we offer CMP compensation and pension exam or CMP preparation which is one of the big tools um, you know that that we use uh, there are live classes that we host not unlike this you know a lot of times but up to three times uh, a day uh, and coffee with coaches is a forum that's uh, daily by which you kind of can get some insights into coaching and other veterans. Uh, again, claim submission, CMP prep, specialty classes that whether you're for an HLR or high level review process um, or high value claims, uh, things of that nature. Um, feel free if you're not in the in the process already to consider a 30 minute discovery call um you know uh if you want to sign up there's a, the link would be placed in, in there as well that's where you can learn more uh you schedule a 30 minute free discovery call and talk to one of our team members uh by going to vacifree30.com um and if you just need help the vaclaimsinsider.com we love to partner and you know help you through your claim claim journey just in general Okay. You know, Dr. Mike, yep. of that information you, you quick just covered, you know, that strategy, education, and medical evidence, that is big. You know, veterans come into this process and they think that they know. Mm -hmm. They think they have a good strategy and they think they have good medical evidence. You know, let us review what you have. Let us do, develop that strategy. strategy. Let us educate you because you don't know what you don't know. And I would say 95% of the veterans that come to us, they come to us for that education piece because they, they don't know what they don't know. That's, right, I'll that, shut up, Dr. Mike, and let no, you keep going. No, I, I, <laughs> so, so I think we critiquing each other. I think we're doing just great so far. But the reason is because it is the truth. And I like to say, I like to tell my veterans, we're going to get right into what is a nexus and, you know, when you should use it. I like to say I was, uh, at the time, Jesse, I had been practicing over a decade easily, you know, maybe impending on 15 years or so before I understood the term nexus. Nexus. Um, I knew I heard the word before, but not used in the capacity that we probably use it seven days a week at this at this point, if, you know, uh, in general. And so that's what we'll be talking about. What is a nexus? Right. What is a nexus well, letter? I'll be honest with you, Dr. Yeah, Mike. The first the first time I heard nexus, I had to look it up because I was thinking it was something from the Matrix or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I had never heard of Nexus before, except yeah. for maybe a soft drink they used to have called Nexus. Like, like um, I mean, we're talking the same. I'm literally like, was that, right? And so um, on its surface, what do you come to, to, to realize um, when we just start talk to get into it? Uh, 
you know, what is a nexus? What is a nexus letter, right? The term nexus letter and medical opinion, independent medical opinion, um, are often used uh, as sims, meaning the same thing with one another. They mean the same thing, right? Uh, but when we look at the term nexus in the capacity that Jesse and I, you know, uh, talking about it, and from a disability perspective, we're looking at the, uh, the things that are needed that are three essential elements for any VA disability benefit to be service connected. And so one of those things are a medical diagnosis, right? You have to have up-to-date signs and symptoms, um, a medical disability in the red, uh, medical record that, that, you know, that happened to you on active duty, generally, generally speaking, right? You have to have current symptoms of the disability that negatively affect you, uh, your work, life, or social functioning, including the severity of those symptoms. And then you have to have a clear link or medical nexus, so medical nexus evidence, right? And that's between the diagnosed disability condition and the veteran's active duty military service. That'd be either the direct condition or how uh, the diagnosed condition is proximately due to or aggravated by a condition you already have, right? And an example of that, one condition and then another condition is if somebody's rated for a right knee and then over the years the left knee starts to give way or become bothersome because the right knee was overused being a nexus or connection as a medical opinion to say i believe the left knee is as a result of the already rated right knee is the general idea um did i miss anything on that jesse you think or no, I don't think so. But I bet we have a lot of veterans in this group right now asking themselves, do I need a nexus? You know, do I need it? Probably some of them are stroking their beard like I am right now. Um, do I need it? So if you were diagnosed with something while on active duty, uh, whether you were Title 10 or Title 32 orders in the Guard or the Reserves, um, you might not need a nexus statement if it's in your military treatment records. But if you're not continuing to get that stuff documented, get to the doctor now because you need to have the long-term signs and symptoms of those conditions documented. So get to the doctor, get it in your medical records. And if you sign up for our services, share that information with your coach. And once you become that elite member, you'll get that one-on-one -on -one coaching session. And that coach will help you determine if you need a nexus or not. Right. That, uh, excellent. And I appreciate you chiming in, uh, Jesse, the dovetail off of that. That's not everybody needs a nexus. This, this is correct. And oftentimes you'll see that need arise if one was either maybe previously denied in a certain condition or again, something arose uh, after service or sometime after service more than a year out of your, your duty. There are instances where no nexus is needed um, and some of those conditions, uh, like we mentioned, that's where you want to maybe get with a coach. Are there presumptive things that, you know, one can look at that might not or don't require a nexus? And most often, uh, uh, you know, but that's where the strategy comes in just in general, no doubt about it. Um, you know, it was just like you, you mentioned earlier, right knee, left knee, you know, for any of those secondary conditions you're trying to follow for, that nexus is the most important document you're going to have because it's the cause and effect. It's that link that this causes this. 
So, you know, if you're trying to do something like migraine secondary to tinnitus, you need that nexus to essentially say it's your tinnitus that causes your migraines. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times you'll get and then you let me know if you didn't say anything too, Jesse. A lot of times you might get a, a, a veteran or you'll hear a veteran out. Um, and we will have a question and answer session at the end that will handle you know, a lot of these. But hear a veteran, uh, uh, you know, mention. Um, yeah, yeah. I know the left is, is, you know, it hurts. Right. But they might not have knee, but they might not have complained about it or even mention it, you know, to, to anyone. So in order to draw that link, that connection, that nexus between A and B or one and two, right? Like Jesse mentioned, kind of, uh, it has to have symptoms. You have to have, you know, a complaint, you know, or, or active complaints throughout that process in order for that to even be painted uh, or the conclusion to be reached, you know, in that space. Okay. Um, uh, next, it was a, this is a, a, a quick point that one of the blog, uh, VACI mentioned, said, Nexus letter, did you know, is an evidence-based document, evidence-based document, right, prepared by a private medical professional that helps establish a link or a connection between the veteran's current disability and their active military service. So this is another thing uh, that often comes up, uh, Jesse, that sometimes veterans slash patients will get, hey, I've been going to the doctor's office, you know, for years for my knee. They should know that it's related to my service or my knee. So just to really hone in, getting health care it's just one third of this process. That is the ongoing signs and symptoms. It's the way, way I say it. It's just a third. So you still need that. And that doesn't encompass uh, a medical opinion. So if you go see somebody about a knee, right, they might uh, assess you and maybe you get an x-ray or a cream or a brace or medicine or referral, right? But what you don't get in the regular healthcare space is an opinion about how this knee is, you know, related to this other knee for these reasons that are clinically spelled out, okay? And so that is the expectation of what a nexus letter is as an evidence-based document. So it's a document that, again, can ultimately be used to draw the opinion, uh, help with uh, claims process. Got it. Got it. So if, if I was going to ask my own private care provider to write me a nexus, what are what are the some of the elements they're looking for? What what should be in there? Yeah. So very. It's a very good. Excellent question. And, and I love it because we do sometimes see people that have had either private providers, external folks. We work with a veteran uh, vetted network company telemedica is separate than vaci uh that, that that folks can use not the only game in town either to to get this but some things because it's you know impossible to share such information directly jesse to your question um oftentimes you might see a nexus letter or that document come um with an understanding of say the credentialing first of the provider that might be writing the opinion. In other words, if you got a, a, an opinion letter, you know, it can't come from somebody necessarily that's uncredentialed in a space. You know, you want an orthopedic specialty uh, individual and it doesn't even have to be an MD per se. I'm sorry, MD per se. You want an orthopedic, a knee specialist 
you know, doing the need. So it might say I'm a nurse practitioner, a physician's assistant, private doctor to, you know, veteran, uh, you know, uh, in general. And so it'll have that credentialing in it. It'll state the obvious, generally speaking, uh, you know, my belief based on a thorough records review of said veteran that condition A is connected to condition B or as a result of or made worse by, right? So we would see the actual verbiage that says, yeah, I think this left knee got started because of the already rated right knee. I'm oversimplifying. Um, oftentimes, Jesse, with, with a big point, because veterans will have this question, what's the benefit of it? Well, you'll see, and I'm about speaking for uh, a well-written one, maybe Telemedica as an example of how they might, might come out. Um, journal articles, sometimes you'll see journal articles that have the clinical data or evidence quoted or referenced in the body of the letter because this is how you draw the conclusion that one is connected to two or a is connected to b um just in in general and, and usually you'll see some kind of summation of that 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 opinion so usually criteria and credentialing the stated opinion any reference um you know clinical journals as to why knees break down more you know when there's trauma the opposite knee um and 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 you, you tend to telemedica see uh historical uh context of when claims that you're claiming like your own if you got a nexus letter have been awarded in some fashion so they really make it and shrink the path try to make it easier for the va to understand and see it your way you know when it comes to putting up the, these claims you know and, and having that um you know be a claim process for your nexus letter or independent medical opinion yeah so they they use vba citations on nexus letters so, uh, yes, in effect, they will, uh, they have given, uh, you know, this, the citation number where you might see, you know, similarly at some point historically, a left knee was awarded to the right knee. And they, they can, when they do that, what you, that the idea behind the, the medical opinion piece, the nexus letter, is that if you're a void of that information, like you mentioned, Jesse, you didn't, you know, go enough times or, or it appeared later after active duty, um, is to, to they leave it up to the veteran to prove it to the VA, so to speak. And so, so having a citation number where, again, a left knee was awarded similarly to this claim or several examples of that just makes it easier for the rater um, or even the examiner, um, more or less the rater, to, to understand or have them see it your way uh, is, is the thought process. Yes is the short answer. So what you're saying is that VBA citation basically says, hey, you did it for this veteran over here and you should take care of me, too. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and, and in the end, I'll, 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 I, you know, you actually can appreciate that. That's absolutely absolutely right. And um, in the end. I think it empowers veterans, right? There, there is. Uh, it's not all up here at this point, right? You know, you you walk funny, you know, with the same example for years. You know that they, you know, mentioned the right knee already. Um, uh, I've, you find a, a times too, uh, Jesse, that it would deny the claims, whereas just it, it's not the end all, be all. A lot of times when the opinions come back. 
that was a singular individual's opinion when you, you know, if you get to a CMP and get denied uh, like that. So, uh, you know, just kind of understanding your resources, especially if you're part of VACI, your resources and that benefit that could that could come uh, from having that opinion. And then you're referencing your up to date signs and symptoms with historical context of previously awarded uh, conditions. Absolutely right. Yes. So if I didn't have that opinion in the beginning, my claims denied, I can get a nexus and always go back at it. Ye yes, I say can get a nexus always go back at it short answer is yes there are some mentions remember we talked a bit about do you need a nexus right mm -hmm. um can you get a nexus written i think is a fair and valuable question not everybody that wants a nexus jesse can get a nexus sometimes the gap between these issues or the the facts behind whether it was documented or or, or not can't be a conclusion that can be readily reached by you know a, a medical pro professional so um uh the short answer is um th there may be instances where it might look like or act like or potentially could be a nexus situation but it's just not strong enough data or information to draw the conclusion that too is is true um in those instances not everybody needs it though kind of to, to the point, but yes, if you get a nexus and are able to, and you fact that then is new, credible and material uh, and medical evidence that can be used to keep fighting a claim, even if it was previously denied for that condition. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, real quick, you know, yeah. when I did my disability claim last year, I didn't, I didn't have to get a nexus statement because I came right off of active duty. Record keeping has gotten a lot better in the military, and I was able to do my claim without it. And I, yep. I ended up 100% P&T. Uh, you know, yep. for you guys out there that don't have your military treatment records, exhaust all effort to get them. Exhaust all effort to get them. Um, they'll help you out in the long run. If you sign up with us, they're gonna, it's going to help your coach out in the long run. So get those records. Yeah, yeah. Get getting. I think so. Jesse made two two points about not needing, um, and then there was you know, out of the end of active duty, they give you a year of presumptive uh, conditions that if you complained about them, they would look at that and weigh it too close to your your, your active duty time. Um, that's for veterans that say I didn't complain much. I didn't go to sick call. You know. The you know culturally just not a lot of complaining you know even sometimes post career right which is Brian Reese of uh, you know fearless leader you hear him say get your butt to the doctor right and so that is again one of the third thing three things that that we mentioned Jesse it sounds like at some point you know after his career complained effectively I call it complain effectively. Right. In, in you know, simple terms, maybe not so simple because used to be in tight lip. But if you got a headache, you can count them. Right. You know how severe they are. You can paint the picture or location as an example. If tinnitus is connected, ringing in the ears and, you know, sometimes that might be irritating to a person's headache or they might need a nexus to prove such a thing. Right. Well, if the word headache or migraine doesn't show up because you didn't complain, you know, to your doctor, private or VA, then a nexus can't be drawn. There's nothing to kind of draw it to 
as 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 one of those things. And um, it sounds like Jesse. Well, I need I need that diagnosis. Yep. I need that diagnosis and complaint history. That's what you're saying. I got you. I got see, you. See, it's exactly right. It, so Jesse, how did you find like coming out? Did you complain before you you got out? Did you complain at exit view? What was that like for you? If you well, well, funny, funny, real quick, funny story. I was at my let's see around my 17 year mark, 17th year mark and had a young soldier that was getting separated from medical reasons. And, um, he looked at me, he said, Sarn, he said, the army's not going to care about you when you get out, you better take care of yourself now. And I'll tell you, if I stubbed my toe after that day, I went to medical and got it documented. Um, for many, many years, I was under that stigmata that if I complained or, went to the doctor too much. I was going to be separated and my livelihood was going to be gone. So I had great evidence in my military treatment records. So my claim was, you know, on the easier side other than months of waiting for exams. Cause in Montana, we don't have a lot of providers. So I waited about five months to complete all my exams. Um, yeah. But I had, I had the factual information in my records. I had the evidence in my records and it made the process easier. Um, you know, like Dr. Mike was saying, you have that grace period when you leave of 365 days where it's considered presumptive, but that's not always the case either. It's going to come back to, hey, did he complain? He or she complained about this on their separation physical? Um, is there any complaint in their treatment records for it? And if there's not, you're going to need more than likely have to get a nexus statement, that cause and effect statement. That's 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 exactly right. And I'll um kind of punch in there uh just from again the 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 blog post it says do I need a nexus letter? Here's a three-part litmus test that I'll review briefly, right? So um it says a nexus letter is never required. We talked a bit about sometimes how you might not, but however, here are three reasons why a veteran might get one, right? If your disability was diagnosed during service and it's in your med uh, military medical record, your service treatment records, you probably don't need a nexus. Uh, you know, we went over some of those things as to why, because it's presumptive and you effectively complain. Uh, because you have the medical evidence that the disability existed during your service. However, you still need to ensure, just like uh, Jesse said, the diagnosis, that your symptoms are properly documented in your current medical record. So get your butt to the doctor. That's one point, right? If your disability is, you know, number two, was not diagnosed during service or if there are no documented symptoms in your military medical records, you probably will need a nexus letter. Why? Because you don't have the medical evidence that the disability existed during service to kind of let it stand on its own the way Jesse mentioned. Right. Um, and then the last thing we mentioned, uh, you know, briefly before was if you're attempting to get service connection from a previously denied VA claim or trying to file for secondary connection, a nexus letter is highly recommended because you need a powerful argument, that argument in a piece. Remember, it has the components of usually quoted journal articles, VBA citations previously awarded in similar fashion, credentialing from the provider writing the opinion piece, that powerful argument to overcome the denial, which is the VA's opinion piece. I think we'll go a bit about, you know, denials uh, in, in, in a second as well. Uh, but that medical evidence, that nexus evidence is, uh, you know, new evidence 
for your claim disability uh, just in general? So, you know, I think, you know, if I was sitting on the other side of the fence, like many of these veterans are right now, I think I'd do that, that free 30 minute discovery call just to, to talk to one of our, one of our representatives and, you know, get some information on maybe if you need a nexus or if you don't, you know, the great thing about us is, you know, we, we don't charge veterans anything unless we help you win your claim. So unlike other organizations uh, that do the same thing as us, you know, we're very low risk to you. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's, that's absolutely true. Um, you know, you say, let's the lumber doesn't change. We don't, you don't get a bill. So you, you'll see that, you know, in process it's, we want to help you succeed. It, you know, it gives us physiological changes that we enjoy on some level, the goosebumps in, in other, and otherwise, but very, very important, especially the, the, the strategy call. If you're on the fence about it, um, you know, you'll get a chance to, again, we'll handle some of the questions even in this moment, but very important to see how that could absolutely help you again, especially if there's denied or if it came about years after service. Right? Don't even think that if it's been years after service, okay, and you haven't tried, that you can't still pick pick it up. Right? So a few Vietnam veteran era, you know, veterans that have gone through and been successful in the process even years later. Um, not everything can get a nexus letter. I think we might have broached that 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 subject. Sometimes, again, it's too great, or they can't. They can't stand on, they can't put their license on uh, certain opinions that just they can't find the data um, in your records or outside to to uh, actually write that, you know, opinion piece. Some things that you know, kind of go down. You just brought up a good point when you mentioned Vietnam veteran. Um, the VA is ever changing their presumptive conditions. Like recently, the PACT Act was approved, which you know, most, most veterans think it was for burn pit presumptives, but the further you dive into it, it reaches back to Vietnam and actually opens up different locations for Agent Orange exposure. So that's that education piece we're talking about. That was a very large document. And to be honest, most veterans aren't going to go through every page of that. Mm-hmm. We, we break it down. We take the key points, the highlights out of it, and we educate veterans with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent point. And I think we already had, uh, before we get to Q&A, but we already had a couple questions that flowed similarly, like the PAC Act. So that's a that's a good point. And I found, especially early, we use words like nexus. We use words like CMP. We use words like, uh, you know, uh, connections just in general. And sometimes for veterans just getting started, it's, it's not as evident. So even PAC Act and presumptive, right? Um, you know, so tonight it's, I'll use the presumption that if you had loud noise exposure on your paperwork, your MOS, or, you know, your duties in general, that um, there's a presumption that you might have had some hearing loss or potential tinnitus uh, conditions. So you don't have the same burden of proof to have stopped and complained about a hearing loss, tinnitus ringing in the ears, that you might about a, a, a back, you know, being struck by a, a truck. That was a, a, a true thing that the veteran didn't complain after a motor vehicle, you know, incident. So it was impossible to get him a nexus letter in, in that space. Um, but even kind of to, to segue, right, beyond needing that 
needing that documentation, needing that proof that A is connected to B, and to submission, um, you know, the, the decision letters that come back, whether it's favorable or unfavorable, sometimes the volume, the look of them can all be intimidating. I've had, you know, semi-favorable letters be misconstrued as a, a denial letter, you know, so to speak, because it's it's a lot to 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 for the veteran to intake. And so we also want to just kind of wanted to touch base on, you know, decision letters and beyond uh, uh, getting a nexus and submission kind of through uh, the decision process and, and everything like that. Uh, as well, before we get into Q and A, to, to 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 finish in a few minutes, um, I can tell you, Doctor Mike, when yeah. I got my decision last year, it was like this thick, this thick. There was so much information in there. Some was very, very pertinent, and there was just some information that was very generic. Yeah. Um, you know, the key things to to a decision letter is there. There's four elements to it. There's an introduction, the decision a list of all the evidence that was taken into consideration and the reasons why they made the decision. Um, the two most important areas, in my opinion, one is the decision Two, what evidence did they use and what was the rationale on why they made the decision they did? Um, you know, for me, one of the very first things I asked for my veterans is show me your decision letters because there's a lot of great information in there. Even if it's a denial letter, there's information in there that we can use to help that veteran have a successful claim. Um, all, all pages, all pages, all pages. right? You, 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 oh, I got the goosebumps again. You, 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 you hit it on the head. I, I had a veteran and I'm going to tell a story. I liked it because again, you get the letter and sometimes the language, again, almost like it's copy and paste, almost kind of, you know, intimidating, for lack of a better term. Um, you want to know the the connection or denial, right? You, you want to know that. Um, the table of contents, what was uh, looked at? Jesse, I've had a, a denial come back more than one over the, over the time. Denial come back. And as a veteran, I mean, as a veteran coach, we're kind of... Um, you know, educated to look at it, you'll be, you know, look at it a certain way. But in the things that were considered, they give it like a table of contents as part of those decision letters. And so sometimes you'll see whole nexus letters omitted, not even ever looked at from even the intake information where a veteran thought they submitted the, the information, uh, you know, cleanly. So really evaluating those letters, not being intimidated by them is a very, very point down to the, to, you know, what was, um, you know, uh, cop to, what, what did they, what are they looking at? Or what did they review in the claims process? I think is an underrated thing, especially if it's denied or if it's a, a decision against, um, you know, one of the things as a coach we look at. So you're right. Getting the denial. Well, you know, you get that letter in the mail and the first thing you look at is what did they approve and why did they approve it at 50% versus 70%? Uh, many of us failed to look at that list of evidence. You know, like you said, there's been veterans in the past that the evidence wasn't reviewed properly or was it listed at all. Um, we all get anxiety about submitting claims and the CMP exams and that whole process, but the VA, they're humans too. They make mm -hmm. clerical mistakes. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't see pertinent medical evidence listed 
as part of your evidence, you need to get, need to find out why, whether you do a higher level review or you do a supplemental, you got to find out why they didn't review that evidence. Yeah. And, and, and again, um, I, I've had, and I'll give a, a, an example. Uh, there was a decision letter. Well, first of all, it took me about a, a good year of coaching before you realize like denial doesn't show up in this letter. It's not a denial letter, but routinely we just would call it, you know, veterans would call it a denial, denial letter, right? The detailed decision. So I've seen, you you really want to get into it and, and read it. You see where sometimes the denial is just a delay potentially. So it might have a decision where it says, you know, we've decided and uh, we found an error, a duty to assist. That that more or less means that they've something wrong and need to help you further, but it's cloaked in sometimes um, the same kind of, you know, lettering. So it seems like a denial. I also like to tell the story, Jesse, of working with a strategy with a veteran whom, you know, you get intimidated by the process or young, too young to have issues that make them uh, continue the process so soon out of active duty. But one that we were, you know, his letter reviewed. And when he really sat down and reviewed the letter, he had been treated for like a back or something on active duty. He complained about like the back on an exit interview. His detailed decision letter more or less denied the claim because the CMP exam that he had for this claim asked him to take an x-ray and he didn't show up for the x-ray and they ultimate so that's a classic they would have you know you know awarded the claim but it took him calling the 800 hotline asking for them to download the uh, email the decision letter to him that he hadn't touched in you know probably years, but I tell that story because they're not all created equal. What Jesse mentioned about kind of looking at other things, uh, making sure, taking inventory as to what was included in the claim, being able to wade through the process, the, the rationale I think is important. And a lot of times it'll even say there was no link or nexus found and it'll point you right to the need as a strategy from a from a coach perspective if that's the direction you want to take better and the the other thing you know once you get down to the decision area where they're saying we rated you this because of this uh, sometimes when you're denied and you read that decision part the va will actually contradict themselves in what they say you know they will deny the specific condition but the very last sentence, they'll say you had a qualifying event while serving and leave it at that. And uh, that will be under the favorable findings section of the decision. Um, so you got to read it. If you got to take a ruler and slide it down as you read, you got to read it line by line. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, no doubt about it. Excellent point. Uh, just in general terms. Um, and I'm a, I guess we'll just bounce off of and we'll see, uh, kind of just segue into our question and answer. Just answer a few questions. Come out um, from there. And some people, it just kind of uh, affirm some of these uh, in the in the uh, chat here. Uh, I went, a veteran Michael Andy said, I went from 20% for my right knee to 100% PNT, uh, PNT for PTSD. Um, 
another Facebook user said, I learned the importance of a Nexus letter when I came to VACI, went from 50 to 90%. Um, somebody, Michael, 100% today. Um, in general term, PAC Act, we you know talked a bit about opening up more presumptives um, in, 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 as well. How does the PAC Act benefit me was a question that Lee Gollum had. Um, so we'll just take that. How does the PAC Act benefit me if I recently completed a CMP exam for sinus and rhinitis? Um, I was deployed in Iraq. It, it, my thought process would be uh, anything post then helps, right? Them recognizing if you if you, you had those conditions, you have the up-to-date signs and symptoms, you know, diagnoses for sinusitis or allergic rhinitis, um, then that should actually, uh, in a positive way, have a positive impact on the decision part of your claim, uh, Veteran Lee. All right. You know, so sometimes, Lee, they also put windows of time on it. You know, how recent was the diagnosis to your separation date from the military? Was it one year? Or was it 11 years? You really want to know how long after your time in service it was documented. And it's a little different for the reserve members and the National Guard members. Uh, that's based off of your last active duty time. So if you go on a deployment, you know, essentially you have 10 years from your redeployment date. So those dates become really important. And like Brian says, get your butt to the doctor. Get your butt to the doctor. We can't say that enough. Absolutely. Um, I like to point out before I take, I'm going to take a, a question from Charles, Charles, but I like to point out, get your butt to the doctors with technology can look a lot different, right? So yeah, but it could also look like you're virtually talking to your doctor in a similar fashion like this. It could be a telephone encounter um, for folks that had, I'm just we'll be talking about you know, talking your symptoms through. It could also be like a virtual uh, messaging system um, or secure message if the folks that have VA. And some private insurers also have private messaging or email systems or portals uh, that they use to, if you want to, in between visits, you know, document your, your symptoms or at least tee them up for the get your butt to the doctor, <laughs> you know, uh, a clinical exam, right? Um, Charles uh, uh, Bala, uh, mentioned in the chat that he's, uh, he's not with a coach yet, but understanding is it depends on your situation, the reason for your claim. Uh, was your, uh, and, and I think he goes on to explain, was your claim for those symptoms approved and rated or flat out denied? Um, and, and in the thought process, was that may determine how you may need to file again? as a supplemental claim or a new fully developed claim pertaining to the PAC Act. Uh, and mentioned because he believed those symptoms you listed are presumptive conditions. Everybody is different in general terms. This is true. So one person's deployment history that might have a PAC Act presumptive, um, same person served in same time, time may not have the same claim packet because mm -hmm. the diagnoses or the symptoms or the conditions are different, right? And so it absolutely all depends. When we talk about, um, and, and you'll let me know, that when we talk about like nexus or the connection, um, 
uh, it's not always just nexus letter. Sometimes it's new old evidence that a veteran might mm-hmm. uncover or that they were waiting on or that it was a storage locker, you know, unlocked or whatever that you can also use as supplementary evidence or to file a supplementary claim or I have new evidence claim. That is correct. If I, you know, if there was a question kind of baked in there, uh, Charles. It is true. Not everybody needs a nexus or, you know, things of that nature, or the new information, new data, and certain statements can be used to refute old things like that. We know something I just took away from what you said, Dr. Mike, was new old evidence, new old evidence. Uh, Prime example of that, I was helping a veteran out from Alaska that had been separated for 12 years and had never done a disability claim. First thing I asked her, do you have your military treatment records? I do. And that's what she said. She says, I have them. Um, I said, upload them, upload them. And I went through them. It was, it was a lot of pages, uh, but you know, that's what we do. We, we educate ourselves about the veteran and we help develop that strategy. After going through her records, I found several high value ticket items. And, you know, we got through the process. We submitted the claim, did the CMP prep, and she went from zero to 80 in less than 90 days zero to 80 in less than 90 days with that new old evidence. Old evidence. Old evidence. J- Jesse. Uh-oh, so Leah got these goosebumps. I'm sorry. I'm not mm. sorry. Um, be, I, I, it, it, you know, I, I'm going to try. I'm going to not cry on this live, but it, it's the truth. One of my earlier uh, veterans um, was at zero. Um, and it was an idea as you, you, you're kind of coaching through. So he was denied and then sat in queue. And at some point we had a, you know, re, reshuffle. It took him almost a year, you know, not a quick one at all, but almost a year to, 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 to wait it out. Right. And he said, Hey, would you submit previously? Cause it's before he came as a coach. And he said, I submitted all of this, you know, these hundred pages, let, let's say it was about a hundred pages, by the way. Um, so I, I submitted all of that. There's, it's sometimes it, you know, it's just dismissed. Like I, I did it all. I submitted it. Long story short, we were able to tease out two pages out of the, that were new old evidence that showed that whatever condition he had was one degree at some point in a hundred pages, and it said two degrees at some point later, showing that variability that it was worse, you know, in, in effect. And now he might have been three degrees or whatever it is. You know, currently it was new old evidence that he resubmitted um, and put in a supplement and review in one, you know, to your point. Uh, um, and so no doubt about it. If it's a nexus, we'll let you know strategy wise, it's supposed to be a nexus. If it's something that you could use new old, to draw the link or make the connection. Um, that's what we look at as well. As you know, well. Something I just took away from what you said is, you know, two pages made a difference. Two pages made a difference. Veterans, family, friends know what's in your record. If you don't know what's in your record, pick it up and go through it. Um, you know, obviously doctors writing chicken scratch sometimes take your time and, and uh, decipher what they put in there. Just read it slow and you're going to be able to read that doctor scribble. Um, but know what's in your records, know what signs and symptoms are in there, know what diagnoses are, are in there. When I did mine last year, you know, I knew I had a bad lower back. 
But I started looking through it, and guess what I found in there? Radiculopathy. I had never heard of radiculopathy until I read it in my medical records. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got 20% each leg for radiculopathy. Mm-hmm. So know, know what's in your records. I didn't know what was in mine. So right. No, no, no. What's right. in your record? Uh, Coach Jesse just dropped a quick nugget about a back and then having a separate rating for the radiculopathy pains that kind of come from that back. Um, very, very good, uh, you know, process, um, you know, and good thought as we, uh, you know, wind down here, uh, just in general, um, we're going to touch on a, a couple more points. I, I think um, uh, uh, there was a question um about it from David Rice uh, mentioned about putting in for permanent and total uh, for PTSD, having a CMP exam coming up. Uh, and so veteran David asked about, talked about having trouble with his back, which is in his medical records. Um, should I get a nexus from my back doctor because of more pain, which he is talking about more surgery, you know, and done the previous previous surgeries? Um, and should I put in for a higher different percentage or increase in, in, a, in, a, in general, um, getting 30% now, even though I filed for permanent total for, for PTSD? So I'm going to just keep it as, as vague. Uh, you know, a nexus letter, if somebody's already connected, Right. Even if it's low, as I understand the question, a nexus letter is not required uh, for that in effect to see if it's worse. More often than that, getting health care, having follow up visits, kind of like you mentioned, I see a specialist at some point they did surgery. I still see the specialist is often enough to show worsening. I mean, assuming it's worse, worsening or ongoing signs and symptoms or chronicity. You would not need a new nexus letter if I'm to understand that. Uh, uh, question a bit there. Okay. Um, Jesse, we're just going to wrap up to take the last few minutes, just kind of just, uh, uh, again, wrap up on the idea that, uh, just you, if you want to sign up, you know, feel free to sign up with coach Jesse Martin or, or myself, uh, Mike Smith, feel free for a free strategy session. Um, or VA uh, Claim Insider, uh, com. We offer, again, that strategy, the educational component. Uh, you have access to the network, Telemedica, a separate company from us at VA Claims Insider, uh, for medical evidence if, is needed. They can do even, you know, I'm diagnosed independent medical opinion on nexus letters and psych evaluation as well as kind of follow-up uh, information and care um, one-on-one coaching you get uh, get key strategy session claim submission understanding you get CMP prep and prep calls zoom uh, live classes three times a day coffee with coaches daily claim prep CMP prep again and then the specialty classes and courses mental health Mondays uh, and things of that nature come to mind um, so if you need help again reach out let us know Jesse um, we have just a few more minutes uh, you have anything or any thoughts uh, in closing well, at all one of the other specialty classes we offer and this is for all the the female veterans we have we have women's group Wednesday where it's just a uh, a group of women talking about VA disability claims and things that they need to be doing. Uh, you know, there's certain situations where uh, women are more comfortable working with women and we always respect the veteran and make sure we get you assigned with the right coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no doubt about it. So just again, uh, we definitely appreciate you joining us, you know, uh, in, in general, let's see if I can't grab 
if there's anybody maybe with a last question or so. Oh, somebody, Christopher Knox asked, do you rend a Nexus for a PTSD increase? He's at 80% overall. Um, he's trying to go for 100% permanent in total. Um, if you aren't already working with a coach, Christopher, maybe something that, you know, if you are, you can get with your coach. But if not, just in general terms, right? If you're already uh, at, at uh, a 70% rating, maybe for your mental health, 80% overall, if I'm reading that properly, it unless you're trying something new or different outside of your already connected or rated condition, then you would not need a new Nexus letter uh, to consider an increase potentially. Now, there's some nuance to that and it can't get, you know, specific, but no, you don't necessarily need, you just need to show or be able to show that your symptoms will worse, right? So if you haven't gone to the doctor, for example, in a five-year span, it becomes harder to show chronicity or worsening symptoms. If you got, you know, monthly or, you know, semi-annually or frequent visits in that disability space, mental health in this you know, instance, um, then that's maybe a lot of times enough groundwork to show worsening or ongoing symptoms. And again, would not need a neck as I understand that question. So, um, you know, we're right at the one o'clock hour. I hope you gain some clarity uh, from this, this, uh, this moment with Nexus and decision letter. Jesse, you got anything uh, else? You've been great, a great co-host today, sir. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, Dr. Mike. Hey, you guys all have a great day. If you need help, please reach out to us. Please reach out to our organization, and you guys all have a great day. And uh, we appreciate you. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, look forward to the next one. Feel free to sign up for our classes, VACR1, um, for as many times as you need to. Uh, if you need a Nexus, we, we can actually help you there with Telemedica, vetted professionals. Um, get with your coach, sign up with myself or Coach Jesse. He'll take good care of you. Anything you need, find us here. <laughs>